This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a happy and productive Sunday. The weather is okay. It's a little bit dusty, but it is okay. Yes. But we have some very good news happening right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed, because we're going to be talking about new virtual sessions that have been taking place between students and UAE leaders. And lots of people are actually registering to be able to learn from those minds and get the best experience they can from them. Yes, and YouTube will tax content creators outside of the U.S. starting from June, believe it or not. Now, I want to know a lot about how that's going to work to countries that don't actually have tax. Mm, this is going to be a very interesting story and definitely some tough news for every YouTube content creator outside the United States. Coming up on the show, we're going to be diving right deep into the world of apps because WhatsApp has plans to allow users to change the playback speed of voice notes in the future. So if you have anyone who tends to send long voice notes, including myself, you can go ahead and fast forward those voice notes so you can get on with your life a lot sooner. Yes, and for our Tech This Out segment, we're talking about the UAE and how they're going to roll out a new COVID-19 breath test with results in just seconds. Now, this does remind me of something called a breathalyzer, <laughs> which is used in the United States to see if people are driving under the influence. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps as well, we're going to be talking about a very interesting application, one that our very own Mikhail Atiyah actually tried out on most of our faces. I am very excited to show Hani what this application can do, but it can basically showcase the impact of deep fake. It can animate any face and turn it into something, let's just say, that you people can put wor- words into your mouth that you have never said or song lyrics into your mouth that you have never said. Yes, and some people were actually using this app to bring back memories <laughs> of people of their family members that have passed away and they don't have videos of them so this app is really interesting and we're going to tell you all about it in just a few moments so keep pulse 95 locked because we're going to be right back pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening on this very fine Sunday because more than 13,000 people have registered for an online event that is making headlines right here in the UAE. This event is bringing together thousands of UAE students and the country's leaders to discuss the future and what it holds for everyone living on this land. Yes, the third annual Mohammed bin Zayed Majlis for Future Generations will take place today with the theme of thriving in the new normal. Now that event will allow young people to communicate directly with decision makers and even experts to discuss their ambitions and even help prepare them to become the leaders of tomorrow. Now this has always been a cultural thing of having the public kind of be in direct contact with the leaders of the UAE. This goes back all the way back in the 1960s and 50s mm-hmm. when people used to go to Sheikh Zayed Al-Lirhamu yes. and go to his majlis and they used to discuss plans and future plans of the Emirate of Abu Dhabi and in the UAE. Yes, indeed. And as you've mentioned, Hani, the majlis is not a new concept for people living right here in the UAE. But now 
now it is getting a futuristic twist because this majlis has actually been allowing people to register online through different platforms. A large number of people are actually currently attending it and it does meet people's aspirations. Mm-hmm. It helps empower students to come forward with knowledge-based, effective solutions for all of today's issues. Ones that are also going to help with sustainable challenges that are currently taking place and ones that we foresee people will have to go through in the future. Yes, now Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed, who is the Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi, is very keen on us relying on technology and even AI. And I remember last year during the beginning of the pandemic, Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed came out with a statement saying that we have to also rely on AI Hmm. and technology to kind of get kind of past the pandemic mm-hmm. so we're looking at this and uh, and us implementing technology especially because during the covid-19 pandemic obviously doing it virtually is much safer yeah. for everyone and the large number of people who have registered shows how much there is need for such platform now this kind of event does meet their aspirations and does empower the people to come forward with knowledge based effective ideas and even sustainable solutions for challenges both current and the future. Absolutely. And people have been, as we've mentioned, registering all weekend. It is currently taking place today, but you can still have a chance to go ahead and register for it. Different news outlets will also be broadcasting this event live. So don't worry if you don't have a chance to register and the slots are full, you still have a chance to go ahead and attend it. Let us know your thoughts. How do you feel about being able to have an online meeting with some of the biggest leaders right here in the UAE and what we truly call a majlis for future generations? Yes, a majlis. This has always been uh, embedded in the Emirati culture where people of a city, of a village, of an area would meet with the leaders and discuss uh, their problems, discuss things for solutions. Uh, go dates back all the way back to the, the days of Sheikh Zayed. Uh, we have the same thing happening right here in Sharjah, all around the UAE. doesn't matter which emirate, there is a leader who will uh, accept and listen to the ideas of the public to move on, uh, move forward with uh, the future plans. Absolutely. Young Emiratis who have already been part of this event have been looking to tech jobs and renewable energy and away yeah. from all the typical sectors that we tend to find people going ahead and mm-hmm. looking for jobs in. Yes, I mean, we already have uh, the Mohammed bin Zayed University for AI yes. right here in the UAE, which is the first of its kind in the Arab world and in the Gulf region. So we're looking at how the UAE is focusing so much on technology, on AI, and this will be a building block and a pillar for now and for the future. Yes, indeed. With different surveys that have been taking place to look at the job market, what is it going to be dominated by in the next 50 years? About 80% believe that sectors of tech jobs as well as renewable energy will be the ones topping the charts. In previous years at the Majlis events, uh, the country's leaders have been stressing the need for a nation of engineers and they have challenged people to study hard degrees and think about the jobs of the future and not the present. And this is something that we've definitely seen pay off during the COVID-19 pandemic. Every engineer, every researcher, every innovator have been 
changing the reality of how the UAE has dealt with the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Will you be tuning in to these live sessions? Have you registered yourself? And are you excited? We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about YouTube and how they will tax content creators even outside the U.S. starting from June. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. If you're a content creator on YouTube, well, we have some bad news for you because (laughs) YouTube is going to start taxing content creators outside of the U.S. starting from June. Now, it is bad news for YouTube content creators and even talented video producers all around the world even including India. Now, Google-owned YouTube has announced it will deduct taxes from pre- from payments to creators outside of the U.S. Yes, indeed. So, YouTube actually informed all of their content creators through an email. What a sad email it was because they announced in it that there was going to be an additional tax for anyone who is not based in the U.S. And they were going to start implementing this as early as June of 2021. I can't believe that. We're, now, June is on the way. But, oh, Over the next few weeks, they will be asking all of YouTube content creators outside the U.S. to submit their tax information in AdSense so that they can go ahead and determine the correct amount of taxes to deduct, if any, apply. So if someone does not go ahead and provide their tax information by the 31st of May, Google may be required to deduct up to 24% of their total earnings worldwide, which is a huge percentage. Yes, now this move is likely to hit the YouTube creators community hard. Now, YouTube has asked creators to submit their tax information to AdSense to understand the correct amount of taxes to be deducted. Now, how much tax will be deducted from content creators' earnings will depend uh, depend on a number of factors. Now, the tax rate is expected to be up to 24% mm-hmm. of total earnings worldwide if a creator does not submit tax info, which means that until the creator does submit complete tax info, they'll up they'll deduct up to 24% of their total earnings worldwide and not just their U.S. earnings. So if the creator does submit tax info and claims a treaty benefit, then the final tax deduction is only $15. Now, this is, of course, very difficult news for every YouTube content creator because we do know that, you know, working with YouTube is not a stable job. Every YouTuber knows that, and that's why they try to invest in different things. They try to open their own small businesses. But looking at it, I mean... Google, considering how big they are, wanting to tax YouTube creators, I'm sure it's going to discourage a lot of content creators from choosing YouTube as a platform. Because on the other hand, Facebook actually just recently announced that they are allowing content creators to make money out of the short form videos that they'll be posting. Is it some form of... I don't know, competition, one platform is trying mm-hmm. to kick out content creators, another is trying to lure them in. I think uh, it's more of a uh, of, of a more a tax regulation happening in the United States. Mm. Now, Google will also levy taxes on YouTube earnings from viewers in the US and just not on ad views, but also on YouTube premium super chat, super mm. stickers and even channel membership. So if you for example, have a membership uh, to a YouTube content creator, yeah. you pay like $5 Some of that will be taxed and YouTube will take it. But an email going out to YouTube creators notifying 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 them about the payments did read that we're reaching out because Google will be required to deduct US taxes 
from payments to creators outside of the U.S. later this year. And we're talking about as early as June over 2021. So I want to know why this is all happening. Now, when we did read the, the article, uh, they kind of did not specify why they're doing this because yeah. there has to be a reason for the past 20 years or I think it's 2016, 2006 I for the past 15 COVID. years. COVID? I think it's No, I, I think I think there's something deeper in this. I do think it has something to do with U.S. tax regulations. But if you have any idea, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215. Do it. Send into our DMs at Five Radio. We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we will be diving right into the world of apps. Because WhatsApp has been making headlines about our ability to change the speed we listen to our voice notes through. Pulse 95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95. You know, honey, there are two types of people in this world, especially when it comes to WhatsApp. There is the type of people who will record a bazillion short voice notes, 20 seconds each. And I know a couple of people who are like that. One of them is Aisha Mazmi. And then you have people like me, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me. They send one voice note. One voice note that's probably like two to three minutes long. Two to three? Yeah, they've been... No, you send multiple voice notes of two to three minutes long. Why are you trying to roast me over here? I'm not trying. <laughs> You're talking about the truth. So the truth yeah. is that you send multiple voice notes two to three minutes long. And uh, what's... Be honest. Be honest. How many times do you zone out or get bored listening to my voice notes? So thankfully, WhatsApp has the option to play and just leave the chat. So I'll just play and leave the chat. And I'll let it play and you talk and talk and talk and talk and then I'll reply. Because it's two to three minutes about like... and j- you're not, You don't always go to two to three minutes. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I think WhatsApp caught gist of what you're doing and said, Hey, we're going to let users change playback speed of voice messages in the future to kind of speed up <laughs> Omnia talking for two to three minutes. Yes, indeed. So now if you have people who tend to talk for long periods of time and you have things to get done with in your life... You can simply fast forward through their speech on WhatsApp. And this is a brand new feature that will be coming to Android as well as iOS in the near future. The feature has not yet appeared in the beta version uh, that WhatsApp is working on. But there are certain rumors that we can tell you it is confirmed. It is going to be coming up in the pipeline. Yes. Now, the latest feature of WhatsApp was spotted testing its ability to change the playback speed of voice messages. Now the feature is like many other features is still under development. WhatsApp is yet to make an official announcement of its of its upcoming features, but as per there's always a kind of rumor website when it does come yeah. to these big apps and big companies, but WhatsApp was spotted testing the change playback speed of voice messages. Now WhatsApp is finally testing an option to change the playback speed for voice messages and is under development and will be available in the future update for iOS and Android, but the feature has not appeared in the beta build as the WhatsApp features tracker has not shared any screenshots of the future. Yes, indeed. The messaging app will soon give us as users the option to speed up the voice message. So you can actually increase the speed of the voice note up to two times so that you can go ahead and save time while listening to the voice notes. You won't know how useful it is until you try it, but we know that 
WhatsApp's rival Telegram actually has a similar feature like this, and people have been enjoying it worldwide. Now, WhatsApp was also test spotted testing support chat threads, which will allow users to go ahead and report issues from within the app itself. So this will make it a lot more seamless to go ahead and report certain bugs that you will face on WhatsApp as you chat with your loved ones. Yeah, so let's know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it or on our Instagram, at Pulse95 Radio. Would you rather have a voice note or a written message? Which is easier for you? Which one is easier for you? For me, yeah. I, I written messages. It not, what, not voice notes. It depends on 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 what is being said. If it's something that needs to be explained and it's yeah. a topic that that uh, needs to have a back and forth, okay, uh, what's up, mm. uh, voice note? But if it's something quick and simple, just give me a text message. Let me go on my way. Second question: mm. Long voice notes or short voice notes? Uh, <laughs> short voice notes because I have ADHD. Okay. And I and looking at. I can't focus. Yeah. I just I want to hear. I just want to keep going. You want to hear? You want them in short bits? Yes. And multiples? Yes. That's how I am. I just I just I don't know why I have a problem focusing I'll when keep it's that a lot. In mind. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to it now. But let's know you guys. That's four two one five. Do it slot or on Instagram at Pulse ninety five radio. Taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the UAE. You're listening to Pulse ninety five. Pulse ninety five. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. The UAE has a new way of detecting COVID-19. Now we've seen COVID-19 be detected by a nose swab, mm -hmm. a DPI, and sometimes even uh, saliva. using your saliva. <laughs> and even at the point of sticking something all the way in the back of your mouth. But now the UAE has studied a new COVID-19 test. And it involves using your breath. Mm -hmm. And you can get those results in just mere seconds. Yes, indeed. I must say, this if this actually works and is as accurate as the PCR, this will by far be the easiest way of getting tested for COVID-19. But right here in the UAE, trials are being carried out to see whether or not this easy-to-use breath test can be as accurate as PCRs to detect COVID-19 within 60 seconds or a minute. Now, in the test, all the person needs to do is to basically blow into a disposable mouthpiece that is connected to a high-precision breath sampler. So what the machine will do is basically analyze the exhaled breath. So you take a breath in, you blow it out, and the machine will go ahead and analyze those, ex those particles in your exhaled breath. And they'll be fed into a mass spectrometer for measurements. Yes, a machine learning software does analyze the volatile organic compound or VOC profile and then generates the results in less than a minute. Now, the joint clinical trial is being undertaken by the Mohammed bin Rashid University of Medicine and Health Sciences, Dubai Health Authority, and even Breathonex PTELTD. Now, the trials are being conducted at the Dubai Health Authority's Nadal Hamar Primary Healthcare Center for around 2,500 patients. Now, I'm looking at how this could be a huge game changer. Not only for the UAE, but for the world, yes. as this will make it much easier <laughs> to travel. Instead of doing a PCR, waiting for that 12 to 48 hour uh, time window. Instead, before you jump on a plane, you do the <laughs> and then you're on the airways. Absolutely. And especially because we I was just going to say that I've heard about this technology being used in Singapore and 
It is accurate. So it has been used in Singapore and uh, it, they went through a trial, I think, that involved about 180 patients and the sensitivity or the accuracy of the device was about 93%. And with the machine learning algorithm, we got an accuracy level of 95%. So, so this could potentially be mm-hmm. a game changer, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about having it, as you've mentioned, being implemented in travel, but also mm-hmm. improving the diagnostics, diagnosing people and patients with COVID-19. I think this way, mass testing will be much faster than before. Yes. Now, it will drastically reduce the time taken to get the results in comparison to the available testing methods, such as PCR or even DPI. Now, the breast test for screening COVID-19 is highly efficient for mass screening, especially in areas of high traffic. Now, Dr. Hanan Al-Suwedi, who is the lead investigator of the study and head of the testing stream in in Dubai's COVID-19 Command and Control Center, did say that they have been a catalyst in the region in the field of medical research and innovation, and they have been conducting impactful research, particularly when it does come to COVID-19. And they have collaborated with the national as well as international organizations to conduct their research. Now, before that, they were conducting a study on the accuracy of saliva testing for COVID-19 for children. And post the research, the technology was implemented across a lot of centers right here in the UAE. So we're looking at a new one coming in line, which is that breath test. And it does remind me of breathalyzers, which are used (laughs) by the police in the United States if someone is driving under the influence. And 99.9% of the time, it is accurate. Yes, indeed. And the best part about using such tests is you can finally test children because we do know that whenever the saliva test was getting on the rise, the main aim behind it was to help identify whether or not children have COVID-19. And we do know that children can be silent carriers because they have they may have the virus, but they don't show any symptoms. And as a result, they infect those around them. So using such a non-invasive test could honestly be the solution to diagnosing people a lot faster. It is non-invasive. It causes no discomfort. And the person is only required to breathe out into the device like they would in their day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Yeah, and we know that children don't like things going up their nose. <laughs> that's that's an accurate yes. one. I don't I don't I mean I don't like things going up my nose, but I gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, but with a child, can you imagine having to hold them yeah, still? I, I've seen a lot of videos of children going crazy when things go up their nose. Oh god. But uh, I mean having a breathalyzer or a breath uh, test when it does come to COVID nineteen is going to be very big for these children. Yes indeed. Now, looking at it, it's also going to be much easier to transport such devices because instead of having to wait on, you know, with a PCR, you're looking at multiple tiny pieces for one test sample or test Mm -hmm. kit. But with this, all you'll need is that tube that you breathe into it and it'll have all the gadgets within it. Let us know your thoughts. How do you feel about using a breathalyzer to find out whether or not you have COVID-19? And I'm sure I I was going to say, would you rather do it instead of a PCR? The answer has to be a definite yes. (laughs) Yeah, I believe a majority of the population would rather blow into a tube, a disposable tube, and uh, just have their test uh, just be right there and then. Instead of having that kind of scare, getting that COVID-19 test, PCR, thinking, oh, do I have COVID? I have COVID. (laughs) But no, inshallah, all of you guys are COVID-free. And with this test... A lot of things will be much, much easier. Yes, indeed. We do want to remind you to keep on practicing all the precautionary measures. COVID is a lot 
lot closer than we think it is and cases are rising and people are getting tired of implementing all the precautionary measures but please remember to keep yourself safe keep those around you safe because mm-hmm. you know you may not you may not be as impacted by covid-19 but someone who has chronic conditions or pre-existing diseases may not survive it so just a kind reminder for everyone to constantly keep sanitizing and wearing their face masks we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're going to be talking all about a very fun AI app that is basically showcasing the true reality of using deepfake with a little bit of a humorous twist onto it. If you know what the app is, text us in at 4215 salat. Mikey, you're not one to be involved in this story because he has been taking every member of the Pulse95 team and animating their face and putting words into their tongue. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is a very interesting app. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you seen it? Have you tried no, it out? I've been used on it. No, did Mikey... No, no, no. I've actually, I've seen it uh, two weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, I, someone sent me uh, me singing uh, Hallelujah two weeks did ago. He? Well, I'm 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 gonna put Mikhail Atiyah, the host of Afternoon Karak, under fire now because it is all his fault that he taught us about this app. It is called Wombu AI, and if you've if you've heard about deepfake, if you've seen Barack Obama's um, deepfake yes. video <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, you know how important yes. it is to make sure that you're not watching deepfake. Now, now you see, back in the day, a lot, a certain selected number of people had access to deepfakes and could create deepfakes. But with the move on technology and how sophisticated technology is becoming, we now have it in the palm of our hands and we can animate literally anyone to sing a song that we would like. Obviously, you would send in a picture (laughs) and then the picture would be animated and your mouth and eyes would move just like... I want to see the video where you were deepfaked. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, it was sent to me on Snapchat. I don't have it anymore, unfortunately. But uh, I mean, it's really funny and I've seen a lot of people use it for different reasons. For example, if they don't have any con, they don't have video of a, of a, a per- parent or a family member yeah. that ha- has passed away, they used it to kind of give them a kind of coming back to life. Absolutely. Now, for those of you who don't know what deepfake is, deepfake is basically this new technology that has been on the rise where you can basically yes. put words into someone's mouth, make it seem like they're saying something that they did not actually say in real life. Wombu AI though is an app that is doing good for deepfake because the deepfakes are not so, like they're realistic, but not too realistic. So they are unbelievable enough to help the world fight uh, the deepfakes technology that has been Mm -hmm. used for the wrong reasons. But if you've wanted to always place someone in a karaoke uh, type of video or turn someone's photograph into a video, now is your chance to be able to do that and have them sync some of the most famous songs that are popular around the world. Yes, there are actually 15 songs users can choose from, including Michael Jackson's Thriller and the more recent Gunther's Ding Dong song. <laughs> now, the app's creators filmed a per- performer singing each song and executing each specific eye, facial and lip movements. And these background videos help the AI animate 
any uploaded image. And some people even animated King John. I think, I don't know if he's second or the third, but the guy <laughs> who's the president of North Korea, uh, the, the supreme leader of North Korea, they used it and he was singing Michael Jackson's thriller. They used U.S. President Joe Biden, Tony Blair, ex-prime minister of the United Kingdom. They're just using everyone. They're just having fun with it. And it's really heartwarming and cute to see it. I mean, a lot of people were using it with each other, with friends. We had uh, Mikhail Atliya, Afternoon Karak, Pulse95's very own, using Omnia's uh, picture, Sema, Sema's picture, and even my <laughs> picture. And I had some friends actually send me a couple of weeks ago, me actually dancing. Oh my, oh my God. Yes, there was a, there was a, but it looked so distorted, but uh, I was dancing. And that's the beauty of it. The fact that it's distorted is why this this application is actually doing more good than harm. Because since the videos are clearly fake, they do teach users to not always trust the future videos that they may receive. Videos where world re leaders, for example, may be filmed doing or saying something ridiculous. People may think it's true, but with the deepfake technology, we do know to think twice before trusting something that we see. Yes, now popular videos were shared on Twitter include a four-person chorus of past and present U.S. Federal Reserve chair singing Rick Alsley's Never Gonna Give You Up. So basically they did Rickroll the whole entire population of Twitter. So it's very funny and some people... So, so look, there is Wombo the app, right? Yes. It's, which is being it's used, called Wombo AI. Yes, which is being used for a funny type of uh, feel. Yeah. And then there's other apps that are used to just animate the face, have the eyes move. It does kind of look like that Mona Lisa from Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 the animated painting. So, I mean, it's just so interesting how a couple of years ago, only a selected number of people had access to deepfakes. But now we're looking at deepfakes being implemented on the on the palm of our hands yeah. and they're calling it deep nostalgia. Yes, indeed. And for those of you who want to go ahead and download the app Wombo AI, it's spelled W-O-M-B-O-A-I. I highly, highly recommend you go ahead and download it because trust me, you will spend hours animating some of your friends and having them sing very interesting songs that they wouldn't sing in real life. Mm -hmm. But one tip for anyone who wants to go ahead and use the app, it is best to use a photograph where the person's mouth in the picture is closed because even, you know, it makes it easier for them to mouth the words. There is science to it that I don't necessarily honestly get, but it is much more effective to use a picture of someone where their mouth is closed and not opened. Yes, and let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215.slot if you've used wombo.ai yet. <laughs> and if you haven't, go get on that trend. It's very, very funny and I like it. But, ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude today's episode of Future Talk. If you did miss any of our episodes, you can go to SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Future Talk 95, we're there every day, but we will be here tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.